Hey Blues fans, this is Anthony from Texas Blues Alley. I wanted to make a quick Tone Tuesday video for you, kind of breaking down the tone uh, from my last mini course. I had a couple people ask about it, and uh, it took me a little bit to put it together, so I'm going to do a real quick uh, kind of breakdown. I'm going to start with the two endpoints, the guitar and the amp. So let's start with the amp first. I chose uh, my Sam Amp VAC 40 Series 2 for this. It has a Weber Cali 15 speaker, and you can see that I have a... Um, I think it's an E906 mic, and I have it right dead center on the cone, which might seem odd because I've always been told that you never mic the very center of the speaker. But as it turns out, with that particular mic, that was the only way that I could get the right amount of sparkle uh, for the tone that I was looking for. So just goes to show, don't always take... Uh, what's considered conventional wisdom. Don't be afraid to challenge it. So that's what I'm using for the amp. Uh, you can hear it's a very uh, kind of plain vanilla tone. Nothing wrong with that tone, but I'm not going to win any awards for that by itself. And that's intentional, uh, and you'll see why when I get to the pedal section. Now let's go back to the other end of the signal chain with the guitar. This is my Don Grosh Retro Classic, kind of a Strat style. Uh, swamp ash body, Brazilian rosewood neck. Uh, it is a extremely articulate guitar. Not a whole lot of mid-range to be found, uh, but nice, clear low end, nice, crisp highs. Uh, I have in here the uh, Zex coil. This is the underwound set. Uh, I don't think these ever got as much attention as the regular ones because all of their pickups have an awful lot of clarity to them. So the underwound set... Um, there's really not as much need for it as with conventional pickups. Conventional pickups, when they get overwound, tend to get a little bit muddy and a little more brittle. And that doesn't really happen with the Zex coil. So I don't know if too many people really needed the underwound. I just tried them out because he wanted me to check them out. And uh, I thought they paired well with this guitar. Uh, I am, of course, using the um, Creation Audio Labs Redeemer buffer. So you can hear if I switch that off. <laughs> Switching that on helps me avoid any loss uh, from cable length. Uh, okay, so that is the two ends, the amp and the guitar. You can hear what they sound like by themselves. Now let's take a look at the pedals. Now I've got three pedals shown here. I'm only using two of them for this course, though. Uh, first, let's talk about the Super 6 from Love Pedal. I did a demo of that a few weeks ago. Most of you have probably seen that. Uh, basically, I'm using that to get the majority of my bass tone. So the clean tone, very clean, kind of generic, uh, and that's because I want to get the most effect out of this pedal as possible. So I have the treble fairly high. I've got the lows a little bit higher than I normally would because this guitar is extremely articulate. And I'm using a little bit more drive uh, for this because I didn't want to push it with any other pedals uh, for this course. I just wanted to use that as the main source of my drive. So that pedal by itself, you'll hear that on rhythm two. Also hear it on uh, rhythm four. Uh, and then again on rhythm five. So, 
But the more interesting rhythm, of course, is on rhythms one and three. That is the one with the Leslie tone. So uh, I have uh, a Leslie pedal, a D DLS Rotosim, uh, but I couldn't really get the sound I was looking for. And I've been looking to replace that thing for a while because it's super, super big. Uh, so I looked at the Ventura Vibe mainly because I was hoping that I could find a nice Leslie-style pedal for under $200, and that's this seems to be the only one in that price range. So the Ventura Vibe has three modes, uh, Univibe, something chorusy, uh, or like vibrato mode, and then uh, rotary, which is what I have it on. And uh, one of the things that was absolutely crucial to getting the tone that I wanted was the mix knob. And I'll demonstrate why I have that solo. But first, let's go through the speed. Speed is set kind of the speed of a Leslie on high. Depth is all the way up because mix and depth, I tend to have them with an inverse relationship. So if the depth is super high, I turn the mix back. That allows me to have a nice, full, rich Leslie sound, but just a little bit of that sound mixed in with my clean tone. Treble is just high enough so that I don't lose any. And I'm not really using any of the gain or the drive in this pedal. Uh, so let's talk about the relationship between depth and mix. So depth, let me put the mix all the way up once. So now we're just getting the Leslie effect. If I turn the depth down. You don't really get a very swirly sound. And all the way up, you kind of get the full depth of the effect. But uh, that tends to be a little bit overpowering, which is where the mix comes in handy because now you can take that full rich sound and you can dial just enough of it in so that's all bypass tone. can dial in just enough of that big, fat, deep Leslie sound uh, in with a clean tone. And what it does is it allows you to have the sound of a Leslie effect without it completely overpowering your entire tone. You could probably even dial that back a little bit more. So between those amp settings, the mic in the middle of the cone, this guitar, the super sick, that giving me the kind of the, the bass tone, that combination, and then adding the Ventura vibe with those settings on top. I was able to get the sound that I was looking for. Um, I hope that's uh, interesting, possibly useful, uh, but this is something that I want to do from time to time when I take uh, a little bit to, to get a tone kind of nailed uh, kind of nailed down for a series or a video or something like that. I just want to take the time to document it, so why not do that for Tone Tuesday? So anyway, until next time, thanks for watching.